Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. Let me tell you something. This gentleman is one of the most talented, not only one of the most talented, but one of the deepest thinkers I've ever encountered. And I do not say that lightly. The actor, of course, you might remember him from Soul Food. He's on a, a million other shows. The Family Business, Double Cross. He's also a choreographer. So when you look at the dance moves from the from the 2000s, his hand is all over a lot of those. He's also a director. He has a new documentary called Darren's Dance Grooves, The Untold Darren Henson Story, which has premiered on All Black. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Without further ado, oh, he's also an author. I didn't put that in there. Darren Henson, what's going burr, 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 burr. on? <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing. Thank you. So do you. It's great to see you again. It's always great to see you. We were talking earlier before we started really rolling in the mm-hmm. studio, and I was saying you look like happiness. Yeah. What yeah. do you attribute to where you are in your life right now? Who Colonics. or what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, yes. Yes and no. <laughs> Um, I, I do believe in colonics, everybody. That's that's one of the things that um, you know you got to clean out the toxicity and, and the colonics. Uh, they they do that. Yeah, I had one this morning. Um, but it's uh, you know, look, the hand of God is all over me. You know, I give thanks to the Most High. Anybody that knows me knows where I operate from, and and that's that's the root for me. There is no fruit without the root, mm. and so. You know, for me, that's where I operate from, um, and I just, I, I'm blessed. You know, I think that we have the ability to believe, and then we have the ability to know. Um, and so I take advantage of the opportunity and time and the momentum from knowing, hmm. and then I utilize that, right? I don't question it. I use it in real time, and so I move with haste towards my desired outcomes yeah. um, and the results unfold as they are. And if it's something that I don't want, I fix it as I go along. I love that. And you talk about knowing, so I want to move to learning. I think that one of the biggest benefits just as a human being mm. in this world is to be in a constant state of learning. Yeah. For you, what's been the biggest lesson you've learned over the last year? I don't, I don't think that we ever have the biggest. I mm. think that they all culminate that way. They're just consistent lessons, you know. Um, one of one of for me in my life right now, one of the most important lessons that I'm operating from right now is just breathe, because hmm. the way you feel right now won't be the same way you feel in 15 minutes. And there's an old adage that says, "And this too shall pass," and that's so true. Yeah. Um, you know, when we feel like we have to correct people or correct things, you know, the, the way I say is if there's something that has happened in your life, it's already happened. You can't correct it. Hmm. 
right? It's already happened. You can learn from it. Yes, yes. Um, and you can operate around it. You know, it's like a traffic jam. You know, your GPS doesn't yell at you and tell you you went the wrong way. It just says rerouting. Reroute. That's it. Mm. I want to talk about success a little bit with you. Um, you have had an, an illustrious career, to say the least. Um, you've also had some extreme lows as well. When we look at, and you don't have to necessarily speak to the specifics of their circumstance, but I'm just trying to paint a picture here. So with, with what's happening with our black men in particular, we're seeing some on a very high scale of success fall from grace very quickly. Mm. And sadly, this narrative isn't something that's just now happening. This is something that we've seen chronologically over decades and decades, especially in the entertainment industry. What say you to how black men are handling success can bet and can best handle success? First of all, things are perpetuated when we don't learn the lessons the first time. So they're going to keep showing up. You know, I've had things that happen in my life. I did the, the, I've done things that were correct the wrong way. Ooh. Right? Mm. Or you could do the right thing at the wrong time. It makes it the wrong thing. Yeah. Right? Everything has to be aligned in order for it to work out properly. So you could do the right thing at the wrong time, or you could do the right thing incorrectly and put yourself in a compromising position. You know, I've had all of them happen. <laughs> um, you know, what I say is, once again, going back to the adage, take a deep breath, this too shall pass. And think about opposites. I don't think we think about opposite enough. I think that people always think about, so like the common thing when you ask somebody, this comes out of everybody's mouth. I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, what is the responsibility of having millions of dollars? What type of work ethic do you have to have when you have a million dollars? If you are operating towards a million dollars, are you going to be comfortable at home with your family? The answer to that is no, right? <laughs> so people always think about what they want. They don't ever think about what they have to give up in order to get it. Same thing. You may want something, but what is the price you pay for for getting what you want? And that that is legally and illegally, right? Yeah. What's the price that you're going to pay, you know? Um you know, when it comes to attention, you may want attention from the wrong person. It's going to cost you. What's a personal or professional price you've had to pay in order to be able to sit here across from me right now with the level of success that you've had over the course of your career and your life? That's a great question. Um, and and I answer that in the documentary, The Untold Darren Henson Story, which, as you said, is on the All Black Network mm -hmm. and Amazon right now. Um, one of the things is, and it happened a long time ago, and I think that we forget, you know, pay, paying attention to MC Hammer. It's like, what are you talking about? Paying attention to TLC. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Paying attention to Tupac. What are you talking about? They were huge megastars yeah. that in some capacity money was stolen from them. Mm -hmm. Or they didn't have the amount of money that they thought they should have. Or in MC Hammer's case, he had all of this money. But then he was taking care of everybody, and then he turned out to go, where did all my money go? Right? Yeah. And so that happened to me as well. Right? Millions of dollars. 
and I acted like MC Hammer. I'm taking care of this person. I'm buying this person a car. I'm paying this person's rent. I'm paying this person's mortgage. I'm giving this friend some money because they had a problem. They never seen them again. And the next time I seen them, you know what I mean, which was years later, what's up, D? What's up is you still owe me that money. Mm. But then I had to let the money go, and I let them go with it. So that was the price that I had to pay to get you out of my life. Got it now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I had to rebuild and rebrand myself. And so those those are the prices we pay when we don't learn the lesson. We just think the lesson was about that person. No, that lesson's for everybody who's willing to learn it. Hmm. Don't put yourself in a position of compromise where it hurts you. Because if you're the one feeding everyone, then nobody eats if you don't make any money or if you're not in a great place. Yeah. And the other thing is, as long as you give a person permission to feed you, you also give them permission to starve you. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that anymore. Ooh. I want to talk about heartbreak a little bit because mm. in what you just said, there's heartbreak in having to release people that you think are your friends, your family. There's heartbreak in losing a lot of money and turning mm-hmm. around and saying, where is it having to rebuild? As a black man, and also as a black man that's been in the public eye for decades, how do you maneuver? How have you maneuvered through heartbreak? What has that process been like for you? Going through the process. Another great question. You just go through the process. You feel what you feel and you feel it fully so you can get through it. You know, when you're going through hell, Steve Harvey said this, when you're going through hell, you don't stop there. <laughs> you go through it. And so there's a saying that I have. I have a, a clothing line called God's Billboard T-shirts. And one of the the sayings the logo on the shirt is we go through it to grow through it so we can ultimately glow through it. Hmm. And and that's what it is. I mean, the thing is, look, if you're alive, you're going to be disappointed. If you're alive, your heart is going to get broken. If you're in a relationship, your heart, somebody's going to disappoint you. It happens. Yeah. The 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 masks that we put on where we play games with ourselves is thinking that it's not going to happen. We can't control what other people do. We can only control what we do. Yeah. Our place in the horror, right? And so, you know, you you know, you you like David Doggins says, man, he goes, shut the fuck up and get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I love him because that's what it is. At the end of the day, you can cry, you can scream, you could yell. Nothing is gonna happen unless you do. And that's why I think I'm in the position. No, I know I'm in the position I am now. First of all, I'm blessed. Second of all, I work. You know, there's 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 a, another old saying. I don't exactly know who said it, but I think they said it was Julius Irving, Dr. J. He said, I ask more of myself than anybody could ever ask of me. That way I'll always be prepared. And so what that's saying to me is that's how Michael Jackson moved. That's how Prince moved, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you, you could... You're not going to catch Stevie Wonder. He's always going to know what key he's singing <laughs> yeah, in, right? Yeah. You know, uh, you know it, it, it's, it's, he's never, you know, they, they never have blank moments like the POTUS, you know? So it's like. <laughs> I love how you just threw that. It's, it's true. You it's know? very true. It's very you true. Know, um, You know, so to me. It's it's not allowing somebody else to control your mind deep enough because I think we're all under my control at some aspect mm-hmm. of it, right? Because our subconscious has been t- take what we take in consciously goes to our subconscious, and then mm-hmm. our super subconscious is always working. So 
and I know that just went over some people's heads. I but, got it. It was um, good too. <laughs> you know, it's it's the easiest way I can say it is you want to go to a place of understanding so you can get to a place of overstanding so you can get to a place of understanding. Hmm. And when you're able to operate on that level, you really don't worry about or give a shit what anybody else has to say. People have called me corny. People have said I didn't deserve things. People have questioned whether or not I was going to be able to achieve things and everything that I've desired, I've gotten. Well, how does that happen? Well, in Scripture, it says if you have the faith of a mustard seed. But it also says faith without works is dead. What that means is is knowledge is only potential power. Hmm. You have to use knowledge in order for it to be powerful, which means you always have to take action. It's in the word, K-N-O-W. You still have to jump off the L-E-D-G-E. You've got to take action. And so I'm a person and I'm a a man of action. I always have been and and I always will be. So, you know, I I learned that lesson a long time ago. It's it's like I I walk it like I talk it. I I just don't talk. I could show you better than I could tell you. That's all facts. When I think about how you are so introspective, the depths of your thinking, how you take care of yourself, how you've cultivated this amazing career. Is there someone in your life or has been a part of your life in the past that helped to teach you how to care for yourself? Because I believe the way that you function in in the fullness of how you function is essentially self-care. Was that learned or was that something that somebody modeled before you? Like how did that how did you come into being who you are in that respect? It's a good question. Um from my memories, I remember how much my paternal grandmother loved me um, and spoiled me as much as she could. Um, from my my maternal um, grandmother, Mama Maud, who taught me about spirituality. Um, um, also, people who abandoned me when I was a child taught me to be independent. Hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't, my father wasn't around, so I had to learn what manhood was on my own um, with with cause and effect, with trial and error. Um, I don't complain about that. You know, he and I are great friends today, best friends today, but when I was young, he, he was out. And so for me, it gave me an opportunity to become what I wanted to be. He wasn't absent. He just wasn't in my way. So Ooh. I could become who I wanted to become. Okay, hold on a minute, because that, that's a big point you just made. Can you can you elaborate on that differentiation? Most people complain about their parents being absent. You always have to remember the law of polarity is at work. Everything has an opposite. So that means if you can complain about them, you can also create a different perspective. The perspective that I created very early on was not absent. You just staying in my way so I can become what I wanted to become. Nobody was forcing me to be what they wanted me to be. And that was a great space for me to live and operate in. Well, speaking of who you wanted to be, I want to get into this documentary, Darren's Dance Groove's The Untold Darren Henson Story. So we're talking a span of 30 years here, Darren, and you have made such an impact on huge artists. Like I could say Michael Jackson, we could just leave now. I don't even have to go down the list, but we talk like Prince, NSYNC, Britney Spears, J-Lo, George Michael Escape, the list goes on and on. 
But I will ask you about your passion, your love for dance. Did it find you or did you find dance? I think we found each other. So when you talk about my childhood, again, I had to be creative to entertain myself. Dance and music was always there. The Jacksons were always there. James Brown was always there. The Commodores was always there. Diana Ross and the Supremes were always there. Luther Vandross was always there. The movie Breakin' was there. Shabadoo was there. Turbo was there. Right? Shaka Khan, I Feel For You was yeah. there. Right? Hip hop was there. You know, Africa Bambada and the Soul Sonic Force was there. The Rocksteady Crew was there. Dance and music was always there. What say you to, and, and this is just me being um, particular in a way, what say you to the culture, and I, and, I know, and I know culturally and generationally things change. Music changes. Dances change. I get all of that. What say you to where we are in the art of dance right now versus how you came up and also the, the, the era that you helped to usher in through your work? Um, you know, dance is dance. It's, it's musical. Um, you know, there are certain people I enjoy watching dance now, and there are other people, it looks too mechanical to me. Mm-hmm. It's not breathing. I don't see mm. the life happening. It just looks mechanical. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that you need to dance to every beat of the song. I think mm. you need to move and, and breathe there and float there. Everything doesn't have to be... <laughs> like it doesn't you know I, I think that it's like life like mm. breathe through it we don't have to do because we're not human doings we're human beings so we can breathe and just be for a second in the music when it comes to choreography is there an artist that you had to push more than any other artist you've had to push and on the other side of that, is there an artist that pushed you more than any other artist had to push you? Yes. Uh, the answer to that first question was SWV, and that's <laughs> in my documentary as well. Lily <laughs> talks to that, um, and Taj talks to that in the in the documentary, and they know it. Um, so definitely SWV. Um, and for me, I learned equally two lessons about pushing myself from Michael and Prince from Prince and Michael, because hmm. I don't compare the two. They're both, you know, giants, yeah. gods. Yeah. How do you compartmentalize your creativity, Darren? Because you you have a lot of different creative muscles that you're utilizing all the time. Is there a compartmentalization that takes place? How do you prioritize what happens here versus what happens later? No, I can't compartmentalize it. It happens when it happens. Sometimes I'm doing one thing and my brain goes, and something else comes along or I might be acting and I'm just feeling something and I'll move back and I'll work out a dance step and I'll be like, mm. all right, that's what that is. And then get back to it while wow. I'm rehearsing, not while I'm in a scene, but like I might be rehearsing something and I feel a certain way. And, and so I got to work that out and let it come back. You know, there are times very similar to this where my I'm 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 talking to you, but my brain is doing something, and and then when I leave, I'll have to write something down mm-hmm. because something came to me, so I'm storing that right now, right? Yeah. And so, like our conversation about asking more of yourself, right? And and so it makes me think if I spend more time saying to myself, I'm expanding 
everything that I desire is coming to me easily, rapidly, and often from hmm. unexpected place, unexpected time, from unexpected people, then that means I have to put myself in the state of receiving. Hmm. Just as much as I'm giving, I also have to receive. One's not better. They both need each other. Where where do you sit with acting now versus when you first started? Um, when I first started, it's when I first started. You know, you, you give a baby milk before you feed them meat. Um, and then after you eat meat, you go, I want to be a vegetarian. So it, it it's it's about being organic. Mm-hmm. It's about being true to myself and only doing roles that I really feel like those are the stories that I want to tell. Yeah. Right. Um, that's the organic part for me, not taking on something because somebody offered it to me. I get I get I mean, if you have if you knew how many roles I get offered a week. And, you know, a lot of the scripts aren't great. A lot of the characters aren't developed. People need to go back and rework their stuff. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, look, my track record has been really strong for a very long time. Yes, I've been on hit shows like Soul Food, Lincoln Mm -hmm. Heights. Now I'm on Family Business and Double Cross. And they're all number one shows on their networks. Um, You know, I have my my own out. You know, I'm producing and executive producing now. So for me, um, it's about growth and so the characters have to exponentially speak to Hmm. who i am now not the old darren but the darren that exists right now yeah it's like reading a book somebody might say i read it and i go go read it again Hmm. chances are the person that you are now will pick up on things that you Mm -hmm. didn't pick up when you were 17 can you speak to the scarcity mentality and the and the dangers of that and the importance of really avoiding that and i ask because you're very selective, as you mentioned. I don't take everything. We are in an industry where a lot of people just, I want to take what I can get. I want to take what I can get. And then they're still unfulfilled, despite yeah. possibly even getting a check behind it. Yeah. Um, what it, What would you say is, is the importance of ensuring that if it doesn't feel good, don't do it, and waiting in, it, it patiently but in action yeah. for that right opportunity? Your no is just as strong as your yes. And... Not being seen is just as strong as being seen. You have to understand the timing of both. So silence is just as strong as speaking out and vice versa. Um, You know, you, you should make decisions about what you're passionate about. People always talk about find your purpose, find your purpose. Well, how do you do that? Well, simply... What are you passionate about? Because yeah. whatever you're passionate about, your purpose is tied into that. And so for me, it's not about bastardizing yourself and being in everything because everything ain't good. Mm. All money ain't good. All TV shows and films ain't good. Pick and choose and be okay with waiting. Be okay with being patient. Work on yourself. People always ask me, and it happens on the West Coast when mm. I'm home in uh, on the West Coast, Um what you working on? But on the East Coast, they go, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Mm, wow. That's the difference. And my answer to the people on the West Coast is when they say, what you working on? I go, me. Mm. And they look at me with like this blank stare because they're in such momentum of just always being succubuses. 
right? That they didn't even get what I was saying. But what do you mean? I'm working on me. Yeah. Because I'll always bring me to the table. See, that's, that's what you don't understand. Wherever you go, that's what you're bringing to the table. So a lot of times when people aren't prepared, it's because they haven't prepared themselves. Hmm. You speak about working on you. What are you most proud of, Darren? If you were give, if you were looking at yourself on somebody gave you an award, I don't know, but you get an opportunity to say, "Hey, Darren, I'm really, really proud of you for this." Getting up when I was down, getting up when I couldn't see a way, moving forward in the dark. I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of my activation when people doubted me. I'm really proud of my activation when I was receiving applause and I didn't stop to, you know, embellish in that for too long, hmm. you know, um, because applause and criticisms are really just both, they're imposters. You can't believe either or. Somebody's criticizing you too much, keep it moving. Somebody's applauding you too much, Keep it moving. Like, just choose the middle path and, and do mm. the work. Speaking of doing the work, you're also an author. An exceptional one at that. Thank you. Um, what part of Darren's mind, heart, and spirit do you do you want to continue to impart to readers of your work? Well, I, I bought one of my books with me. It's called Ain't That the Truth. Hmm. And <laughs> it's 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 a book of positive affirmations called Ain't That the Truth, Acknowledge, Admit, and Invite Truth into Your Life. I've authored four books, Intimate Thoughts in the Spirit of Change, Ain't That the Truth, uh, Life's Teachable Moments, and Pregnant with Thought. And um, I write because I can. Hmm. I write because I have something to say. I write because I want to answer people's questions, and I can't be everywhere at one time, but a book can. Yeah, yeah. Um, People can just go onto the website, right, and and order the books. Um, they can go to the website and get the shirts. They can go on the website and find my acting workshops. Um, the website is godsbillboardtshirts.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I just believe in literary work. I believe in reading. I believe in writing. There was a time that we People of color, Moors, um, were killed because we read. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's a disservice and an injustice to ourselves, our family, our friends, and our environment for us not to take the opportunity to educate ourselves and read. I agree with you on that. Mental Health Awareness Month. I can't let you escape without talking about that a little bit. This world is so convoluted with mess and heaviness and trauma every five seconds you use now we turn the lens to black folks and what we deal with and it's a whole nother heap of just traumatic life every day yeah in many respects um what 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 would you say to people who um especially black people who are really struggling and this might i mean and leaving your reaction you're like uh, I mean, where what what <laughs> 
Because for me, Darren, is it's... It's the okey-doke. It's the great okey-doke. And what I mean by that is we've given billions of dollars to the Ukraine. <laughs> other Other people <laughs> in this country, when you do something in their neighborhoods, when you talk about their tribe, they'll shut you down. Yes. We still don't do that. I'm, I'm, I'm over hearing people say, yeah, but we're empathetic people. Well, it's time to stop being so empathetic about other people and be empathetic about ourselves and Absolutely. our conditions. Um, we have to charge ourselves before we can charge other people. Everybody's talking about reparations. Well, are you repairing yourself so you can be in order for your reparations if somebody mm. gave you a million dollars what would you do within a two-year period the people who gave it to you would have it back because you don't know how to invest it in yourself in your family in your communities you know we we haven't been taught to love ourselves we've been taught to love everybody else you know and people go ah oh, no but no shut up for a second and listen and learn and be activated in a way that you can monetize your energy. Mm. We live in a country that taxes our energy. We work. We're getting paid. It should be a trade. But they tax our money, which means they're taxing our energy. It's incorrect. And so we have to challenge ourselves. We have to do for ourselves. The more we do for ourselves, the less we give permission to other people to feed us. That's why there's so many starving people. And I don't just mean starving belly-wise. I mean starving for attention. Mm. And the real reason is, is because they haven't paid enough attention to themselves. And they haven't given themselves what they need. So what they're experiencing is a great deal of lack and limitation within themselves. So they're outwardly seeking attention. That's not being given to them yeah. because those that they're seeking it from know not to give it from yep. them, which is how they're always getting. Remember, the person that teaches you it's better to give than to receive is the same person that's receiving. That's receiving. It's, it's so challenging to talk about solutions because when I look at our families and the dissolving in certain respects of that, where we stand, you know, in our schools, in our communities, the lack of just community in general, whether it's in your neighborhood or just amongst a collective if you're in a space. And some people say, well, we need a leader. And some people are like, that's not what we need. I mean, is is there a viable tangible solution to curb any of this? Yeah, it is. That's a great question. The help that you're looking for is you. Nothing happens unless you do. Michael Jackson says, the man in the mirror, <laughs> the woman in the mirror, that's you. That's what I learned. If I don't get out of bed, it ain't going to happen. So they're talking about they're looking for a leader, which means you want to be a follower. Right. Be your own leader. So when you see a greater leader, you'll know who to follow. You don't know who to follow. They could put something up in the sky and tell you Jesus came back because 
they got these things in China where they can make stuff look like, and you'll believe Jesus came back because he's floating in the sky because you read it in the scripture a certain way. And because now they done projected this thing happening in the sky. You're like, that's Jesus. And no, that's a big projection. So you don't know what's true anymore. We have AI technology. Yeah. You know, Jamie Foxx, now they're saying, oh, he's in Chicago. Last week, so they crazy. put something out on the internet with Jamie saying, oh, the doctors told me I need to do this. You could look and hear and see that wasn't Jamie. So what's really going, what's really on? going on? We don't know. All we could do is do what? In our own power, say we pray for this brother. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. That's it. That's At it. the end of the day, it's between him and God, whatever happened. I don't focus on things that I can't control. There's too much out there. Half of the stuff that we see on the news is green screen. News, North, E, East, W, West, S, South. Whoever controls North, East, West, and South controls the news, and it's not us. So they control how you feel, how you think, based upon what you're paying attention to. How do we foster critical thinking in our culture? Because it speak, I think it speaks to some of the things that you're saying, questioning what you're seeing. Most people are not aware that they're not aware. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Most people are not aware that they're not aware. They've been put through grades and schools without really passing the test. Yeah. You know, we talk about our society. Our society has created a new type of individual that can operate because of the energy that we're created with, but operate without really living, right? That's very true, Darren. So it's like certain animals, right? Over years, we see how they've adapted to society and they've changed, right? Amphibians do this very well. Birds do this very well. And they adapt to the conditions of the society. Well, so have humans. We've learned to eat and breathe and exist without thinking. Hmm. So to me, that's Jeez. a whole new species. Literally. How does one who is not that species function amongst them in a way that you can help to kind of foster or nudge them in a place by of paying, awareness? By pay, Also by, yeah. not negating yeah. where by, you are as by well. By paying attention to nature. And when I say nature, meaning the sun, the green trees that are connected to earth. Go hug a tree. Go put your foot in some grass. Take off your shoes that disconnect us from the earth's energy and the polarity of the negative that helps us to breathe and to operate. Go sit in the sun. Drink water, um, eat fruits with seeds if you can find it. Mm. Um, stop eating meat for a week. Sit with your grandparents while they're still here. Hmm. Give thanks and gratitude. Um, uh, take a deep breath and say, 
I am well. Hmm. And realize that if you can say I am well, you're doing great. Um, give. Because you can. Without thoughts of what am I getting back. Um, realize that just breathing affords you the ability to be aware that everything is connected. How? We give the trees our carbon that we breathe out. The trees give us our oxygen that we breathe in. It's a trade. And realize how important it is to trade in life. Trade ideas, thoughts, things, right? Trade. Trade is incredibly important. What do you need that I have? What do you what 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 do you have that I need? Let's trade. Let's bargain. Symbiotic relationships. Yes. Give and take. Well, this give and take has been a good time for me. I want to make sure, though, Darren, because you have a lot going on. I want to make sure people are supporting you on all the tiers that mm-hmm. you stand on. So how can they follow you on social media? You guys, again, Darren's Dance Grooves, before he answers that, Darren's Dance Grooves, Untold Darren Henson Stories on All Black and Prime. Okay? So you need to support that. But we got books we got to support. We got clothing line we got to support. We got other shows you're on we got to support. So please let us know if we can do that. Double Cross, the TV series, is also on the All Black Network, along with my untold Darren Henson story. Uh, on BET and BET Plus, we have The Family Business. Both shows are in their fourth seasons on TV and are now currently filming for the fifth season. Um, my website is God's, G-O-D-S, Billboard T-Shirts, with an S. And... You're going to love the clothing line. It's really beautiful. Great slogans. My books are on there as well as my acting workshop. I have an acting workshop in the DMV on the 27th and the 28th. People can sign up and uh, buy their way into that acting workshop, which is a two-day workshop. And uh, I'm so thankful to be on here with you. I'm so thankful to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful to share the information that I have, which will hopefully help other people connect deeper to themselves um, because it's really about how we communicate with ourselves that will determine how the world communicates with us. Mm. And so the better communicator we are, the better we can live. And through proper and healthy communication, man, life changes for the better. It absolutely does. Guys, I met Darren for the first time about four years ago. Any interaction I've ever had with him since then has been the exact same. So thank you for your kindness, your willingness to share, the the authenticity that you walk in as it relates to your manhood. Thank you for your example because we don't see a lot of it. And so, guys, I sincerely, I was excited to have Darren on, not only to talk about all the amazing things he's doing, but I really, really, really believe that what he was going to share is going to change some folks' lives, cause them to think about things a little bit differently or more critically. Cause them to talk and communicate with themselves and check in with themselves because that's also important. And I think I think we accomplished that and much more. So, Darren, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I know we'll do this again. I appreciate yes. you so much and all the very best.
Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Nicole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.